Welcome to the Thriving Faith Podcast, where we believe the Bible is true in its entirety and are here to equip Christians with biblical insights to live a Christ-like life. We inspire you to flourish in every area of your life, mind, body, and soul, to grow in the Word and closer to God, no matter what season you're in. Go ahead and listen in to embark on this life-changing journey to thrive as a Christian. Welcome back. Wow. This is day 16 of the Proverbs Day Challenge, where we aspire to gain knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the Lord. And it is very, very humbling and exciting to just know that we're halfway there. And it has been quite a journey. I have personally, just throughout my day, I have been having times where I have to remember some of these scriptures to just continue with the day because... That was what the word of the Lord does. It doesn't return to him void. And if you're seeking knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, then you definitely have to apply it. Because we saw yesterday that you have to apply the knowledge rightly and wisely. So I have had some occurrences of read people or seasons or moving places where I've had to remember each of these verses or they have been brought back into my remembrance just so I can apply them. So I'm encouraging you (laughs) and letting you know, we are not just learning to keep it to ourselves, but we are learning to share it, to apply it, and to live it in our everyday lives so we can flourish and thrive in every area of our lives as Christians. And today I'm reading from Proverbs chapter 16, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. And it says, the preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of man are pure in his eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. The Lord has made all for himself. Yes, even the wicked day of doom. Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. In mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity. And by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than vast revenues without justice. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Divination is on the lips of the king. His mouth must not transgress judgment. His mouth must not transgress in judgment. Honest weights and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are his work. It is an abomination for kings to commit wickedness, for a throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and they love him who speaks what is right. As as messengers of death is the king's wrath, but a wise man will appease it. In the light of the king's face is life, and his favor is like a cloud of the latter rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding is to be closer, is to be chosen rather than silver. The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He who keeps his ways preserves his soul. Pride goes before destruction, and a haunted spirit before a fall. Better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. He who heeds the word wisely will find good, and whoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart will be called prudent, 
and sweetness of the lips increases learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it, but the correction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. The person who labors, labors for himself, for his hungry mouth drives him on. An ungodly man digs up evil, and it is on his lips like a burning fire. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. A violent man entices his neighbor, and leads him in a way that is not good. He winks his eye to devise perverse things. He purses his lips and brings about evil. The silver-haired head is a crown of glory, if it is found in the way of righteousness. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. The Lord is cast in the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. I bet you can hear some of the verses that we have come reading that they're very repeated, and we see most of them uh, more of caution for the things that we have to do. And honestly, I have seen, I've found the Bible to be a very, very effective word of the Lord, that it affirms itself. It has, it depicts the story of love, grace, teaching, and abundance in everything that you want, righteousness. It's in there, but it portrays the story of God and man and how God has loved man despite everything man has done. And as much as this may sound like instruction, they feel like guidelines of what we can do. And I'm going to try and summarize the biggest ones that stood up for me. And the first one is verse one. The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. And as a planner, <laughs> this feels like a, a huge low blow for me because I plan a lot. I prepare things ahead of time. I like to be organized. I like to know what is coming. But that is not often what happens in our Christian lives, right? And as we prepare and plan, we have to know that God has an ultimate say. And I remember one time a friend telling me, Imelda is such a huge planner and you like to organize things a lot. I hope you leave room for the Lord. And I was like, what do you mean leave room for the Lord? And she's like, well, you plan all these things and you almost have all your ducks in a row, your T's to the T, but you also have to know that God is the one with the final say. You can't predict the things that are going to happen as much as you plan all the days of your life. And I was like, oh, I mean, I know it, but I don't think I have been applying it. And since then, as much as I plan, I'm always like, Lord, I pray your will is done because the Bible here is telling us the preparations of the heart belong to man. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. And Vastu also stands out where it says, All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. And I remember just a few days back when we were reading through the Proverbs, we saw that as a Christian, when you pick up being a Christian, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You're not just walking in your ways. You're walking in the way of the Lord, in the way of Christ, because he is the way the truth, and the life. 
and that is the only way we ought to walk so here we're seeing that our hearts and flesh are very deceitful but the lord sees through our spirit and he knows what the final answer is and also verse 3 points me to praying without ceasing and trusting in the lord and it says commit your works to the lord and your thoughts will be established and it reminds me of psalm 37 4 where it says delight yourself also in the lord and the desires of your heart shall be given unto you but our hearts are very deceitful so if your desires are not aligned with the will of god if your ways are not aligned with the will of god if the things that you're doing are not fully committed to god then there is a problem and here it's telling us to commit our works to the lord and our thoughts will be established and also verse 4 says, The Lord has made all for himself. Yes, even the wicked for the day of doom. And we often hear things like, So if I'm not a Christian, I will not go to heaven. Yes. So if <laughs> if I do not know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I will not go to heaven. Absolutely. And you're like, but why would God, who is loving and kind and merciful, be, you know, let people go to hell? He is not the one who lets them go to hell. He sent his son to save us from hell. But we make our wrong choices. So for whatever choice you make, there is a consequence to it. So if you do not accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're definitely going to hell. And often people who ask these questions are not saved. That if God loves me so much, why would he let me go to hell? He is not letting you go to hell. He, you're the one letting yourself go to hell. Because he loves us so much, he has put everything in place for us to choose what is right and wrong. And here we are, still choosing to do wrong, but he knows it all. He is all-knowing. And even that that is considered like the bad times or the trying times for even a Christian, the Lord knows that. And it gives me comfort. This verse gives me comfort to know that even when I'm in my hardest time, the Lord is with me. He sees me. And it is for his will, for the better, for plans to prosper me, for a future and a hope. And also the other verse that stands out for me is verse 5. And it says, Everyone proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though they join forces, none will go unpunished. <laughs> And we saw in verse 6, I think that was day 6 of the Proverb Day Challenge, where we saw the things that the Lord hates and being proud was part of them. And to me, this just reminds me that we may think we're not proud, but this verse or the Bible itself calls us to examine what a proud heart looks like. Because being proud is not part of being righteous before God's eyes. Being humble is what is part of being righteous in God's eyes. And here we can see that a proud man is a man who has not yet seen God. And Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit. That is Matthew 5, 3. Poverty of spirit is the natural consequence and result of a true encounter with God. That's the opposite of being proud. And being humble is knowing that you cannot do everything on your own. That you need God to lead you, to show you, to guide your footsteps to do this life. But being proud is knowing, oh, I got this. I can do everything on my own. Yet clearly the Bible tells us we can do all things 
But this is through Christ who gives us the strength. And that is in Philippians. So it is encouraging to see the Bible affirm us to give us ways, golden nuggets on how to walk life. And verse 6 also stands out and it says, In mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity. And by the fear of the Lord, one departs from evil. Mm-hmm. So if you fear the Lord, you're going to depart from evil because when you fear the Lord, you're following his commandments, his ways, his footsteps, his word. You're going by his word, meaning you're going to depart from evil because God hates evil. God hates us falling short. He does not like sin, so we ought to hate sin too. And the ultimate way to live as a Christian in to live a righteous life is to fear the Lord. We've come seeing that through almost all the Proverbs that we've come reading. It is the fear of the Lord that makes a difference and makes us live a righteous life. And verse 8 also stands out talking about righteousness. And it says, Better is a little with righteousness than vast revenues without justice. And we are much better off to be poor than being rich. When you're poor and you're righteous, it is a whole lot better than being a wealthy sinner. Do you get what I mean? Like, I'd rather be the poorest saint in heaven than the richest man in hell. And I'd really want that to sink into your heart, your mind, so you can meditate upon it. That would you rather be the poorest saint in heaven or the richest man in hell so i hope this guides you in making the decision do i want to be the poorest saint in heaven because i'm living by the righteous means of god or i want to be the wealthy man in hell because i chose wealth and not following the ways of the lord so i hope that kind of walks you and keeps guiding in your work with the lord and also verse 24 stood up for me. And it says, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and healthy to the bones. And we've seen the Bible repeat this a lot of times. Because the tongue has the power to heal, to encourage and to comfort. But it also has the power to cut and destroy. This is the second time this proverb is mentioned. And it was mentioned in yesterday's proverb. In verse 26, and if the Lord repeats something, it must be very important. So meaning, how are you using your words? Pleasant words are a honeycomb. Are you being a positive person? Are you being encouraging, uplifting to the people around you? Or you're using them to downgrade, despise, abuse, and all these evil things. And it says, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. And it explains a lot of why people are traumatized by the things that we say. Why many people have to go through very many mental disorders because of something that happened to them. Because of something that was told to them when they were little. That has affected their self-esteem. That has affected the way they do life. It is because our words are very, very powerful. So use them wisely. Use them wisely. Apply them wherever you can. And encourage everyone, anyone 
with every chance and opportunity that you get. And the other verse that stood out for me is the last verse, and that is verse 33. It says, the Lord is cast into the lap, but every decision is from the Lord. And this also goes to show us that the Lord knows everything. He is all-knowing. He knows what is going to happen before we even make it. He knows the decisions we're going to make before we even choose to make them. And he knows everything ahead of time. And that is more of what we spoke about yesterday in day 15. And casting lots was more of like flipping a coin. You know how before they start a game, they're like, oh, which side are you? Then the teams will be like, oh, we are the heads. We are then the others will say we are the tails. And the referee will flip the coin to know which team kicks off fast. But the real direction comes from the Lord. He knows everything before it actually happens. So I hope this encouraged you. And I hope that we can remember to be the rightest ones in the way of the Lord, following his commands, trusting in his way, and also being off, being better off poor than wealthy in hell. And the biggest lessons and takeaways for me was to be wise in the fear of the Lord. Seek him diligently in every area of my life and know that he has the final say. And the other thing is also to be humble, to be humble and not take the proud route because he clearly hates the pride in most of our lives. And also to give everything to God, to give everything to God, trust that he has a better say, he has the better plans, and he intends good for me. And also to be content and tame my tongue, I know our flesh often gets in the way, but let's be able to tame the tongue and be content in every area of our lives. And that's it for day 16. I'm more than happy that you joined us for today. And please share this with all your friends. Invite them to these 31 days of growing in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding as we read through the book of Proverbs. And feel free to follow us on here. And also you can follow me on Instagram, Imelda Anaziato. Or get yourself some Bible supplies from Thrive in Faith Co. on Instagram. I'm excited to see you for day 17. And bye. See you tomorrow.